There sure is a lot of talk around the homeschool community about reading to our children. Goodness, there's even entire websites and blogs and social media accounts dedicated to this. There's even books that are written with lists of great stories and books to read to your children. So there is a lot out there. And you, my friend, are convinced of the importance of reading to your children. But you're thinking to yourself, how do I begin? And then how do I actually do it and then continue? How do I stay consistent with this? Because we can come up with a lot of great and wonderful ideas as homeschool moms. And then how do we actually implement this? And then how do we get ourselves to keep doing the thing that we know is really good? That's what we're going to talk about today, about beginning and staying consistent with reading aloud to your children during the homeschool day. Are you ready for it? I am. Let's do it. Welcome to the Little by Little Homeschool Podcast, where you can get out of survival mode, feel confident in your homeschool decisions, and gain peace in your heart and home. I know that when we plant our feet firmly in this season of life and embrace our homeschooling, motherhood, and homemaking, we will thrive. I truly believe that we can do this from a place of peace and joy, all while growing a ton of contentment. And while we're at it, Mama, let's deepen those relationships with our children and love these years we get to pour into them. If you're ready to create beauty, seek simplicity, and live intentionally, Homeschool Mama, then close out that lesson book, let the kids go play, and let's have an authentic conversation. Every single day as a homeschool mom, we have so many tasks. We have lots of subjects that we want to do with our kids. We have places to go, things to do. We have diapers to change. We have meals to cook. We've got some running around and errands to do. We have so much that is clamoring for our attention every single day. And just like with, say, exercise or eating healthy or any great, wonderful habit that we want to incorporate into our life, just like those, reading can be pushed down the to-do list. We know it's a good thing. We know we should do it. We know why we should do it and we want to do it, but it just keeps getting pushed down further, further, further on the list because we've got hungry kiddos and a hungry husband and we've got baseball practice to get to. We have church activities. We've got the regular subjects. There's just a lot going on. I know it. You've got a lot going on. I've got a lot going on. And reading can really easily be pushed down and we can think that it's not important. But you know, in the back of your mind, you're nagging, feeling like I need to put this at the top of my list or somewhere closer to the top of the list. And then I actually need to carry through with it. And I have got a couple of tips. Let's see, there's actually four here. Super practical. You're going to be able to start using them right now in the summer. This is a really good time to get into the habit of doing this. When we have a little bit more margin during our days, during our summer break, this is a great time. Start those habits, those really good things. And then I'm going to say all you have to do, but let's say in quotes, all you have to do when the homeschool year starts back up is then figuring out how do we incorporate this? Cause you have seen the benefits. Maybe you're saying to yourself, we'll go back to the exercise thing. Like I want to begin walking a couple times a week and you begin to do that and it becomes a part of your routine and it's a habit. It feels really good to get out there and be outside and it feels good afterwards. 
So now when you start the homeschool year, then you'll say, okay, how do I add this into the routine? And I did an entire series earlier this summer, and I will link that in the show notes, the one specific to the exercise stuff. If you're like, how do I do that? And then you can listen to the other episodes about it. it was the whole homeschool mom series about setting up some really good habits for, well, basically for your life and starting them now in the summer so that they become ingrained in your mind and you're used to doing them. And then we just begin to plug them in come August or September, whenever you start your homeschool year. And I didn't do an episode with that when it comes to reading to your children. It was more so focused on you as a mom. So let's just add this as like the PS to that the that series there beginning, um, I think it was the first uh, week in June there. And this has to do with the reading. And so we'll make this like the PS one right here and reading to our kids. So like you, I questioned you know, if the time was worth it spent reading with my kids. And I decided to test some things out on myself over the course of many years. And that is what today's episode is about is the result of my testing on myself. And my kids, when I look back, my kids, I have two that are graduated, and one still at home, it's in high school. And they remember the stories I read to them more than many other things that I taught them. Now, yes, there is the compound effect of teaching them math over the course of many years, of teaching them about science and history and spelling and writing and geography and all the things. There's a compound effect that all we do, but it just goes to show that there is power in a story. And also, I just think that there is a huge benefit in the fact that we are taking advantage of some really great resources. Um, Hello, your library, so many good resources there with just tons of books. And did you know that if there's a specific book you're looking for and they don't have it, they can do an interlibrary loan, or they can also, you can request that they purchase that book for your library. So here's a little plug for this. If there are homeschool books, like for you as a mom, So think of like your favorite homeschool mom books, or maybe you don't have any yet. And you just go into the search bar at your library and you put homeschool and there is not much there. I highly recommend that you go to your library and you ask them, how can I recommend books for the library to purchase? And they will walk you through that that process. Can you imagine walking in then and finding a much bigger homeschool mom section and all of your favorites there that other moms would be able to stumble upon and they would be able to read and be inspired. So there's your go for the, for today. Like go do this. When you get done with this, find out how to do that in your library and let's increase the amount of homeschool mom books in libraries so that moms can read them, be encouraged, be inspired and to either begin homeschooling or in their homeschool journey. So just like today, I'm going to hopefully encourage and inspire you to read aloud and give you just some practical tips on how to do this. Let's also be the ones that kind of link hands and arms, we'll say with other homeschool moms that you probably will never meet, but you know how those, some of those books have really impacted you. And it also goes for books that you know are really good literature. There's a lot of books that are being moved out of libraries for whatever their reasons are. And we can kind of try to a little bit fight back some on that. But so some of these books, some books that are really good, you might not find at your library, and it might just be worth going ahead and getting yourself a copy. Maybe it's a used copy. Anytime I'm at a thrift store, I always head to the book section. Anytime I'm at a yard sale, I always head to the book section. 
I even recently went to a used curriculum book sale and I didn't need anything. I have my oldest, I have things kind of set and there, there usually isn't a lot for older kids, for high school kids. And the stuff that was there just isn't really aligning with the style and the direction that I'm going with for his high school. But really, I was there to go into the section of just the books, simply to find some more good books to put onto our shelves. And I think I ended up with about a dozen of them. And I was super happy because I think they were all like a dollar each. So hello, $12 for 12 books. That's a good deal. So let's talk about these ideas that I have these, well, remember I told you that I tested them out on myself and this is what has worked for me. And so I really have a strong feeling that it's going to work for you. So if you have pen and paper, go ahead and write these down so that you can set yourself up for success so that you can incorporate reading aloud, but then you can also stay consistent and actually do it beyond, you know, say that first couple of days, because it can be fun and exciting and it's all like, yeah, let's do this. And then it's like, oh, we got to do that. And so sometimes we just got to pull up our big girl pants, put them on and pull them up and we just have to do it and it'll become a habit. It'll be something that we will then begin to enjoy and to look forward to. I actually really look forward to our time together that I get to read to my kiddo and I still continue to do that now, even though he's 15 years old. So know that this is something that you will begin now and you can definitely, most definitely continue it on and on for all the years of your homeschooling. So the first tip that I have for you here is to set a time frame for yourself. When we want to add something to our day, we can sometimes be like, oh, this is going to take me two hours. I don't have two hours in my day. No, you don't need to read for two hours a day. Maybe eventually you'll get to that point and it'll just be like a slow progression to that. But to set a time frame, you could say something like when it comes to minutes, you could say to yourself, I'm going to give us 15 minutes that I'm going to read to you. 15 minutes isn't a very long time and it'll go by very quickly. You can easily find 15 minutes in your homeschool day. Maybe you don't want to say 15 minutes because it can sometimes be hard to just stop right there in the middle of a chapter. Maybe you say 15 minutes is kind of our guide. And then if we're in the middle of a chapter, we'll still finish the chapter. Or you could just say something like we are going to read one chapter or two chapters. You can so basically just setting a time frame so that you set yourself up for success. You're not sitting down the first day. We're going to do read alouds. Okay, we're going to sit here for an hour and a half. First of all, your kids might not really be interested in an hour and a half long. It depends upon their age and a lot of different circumstances, but just make it a reasonable amount of time. And like I said, all of us can find 15 minutes in our homeschool day, or we can find time to read one chapter. We can find time to read two chapters. So you set up the time frame so that you set yourself up for success. The second thing, so oftentimes we could say, well, okay, so I have this time frame and we're just going to do it for about 15 minutes and maybe it is over breakfast or maybe it's while they eat lunch or maybe it's when you start out your day, maybe it's in the evening, whatever that is, it's up to you. But I often find that my day can get full and when it comes to homeschooling multiple children, all of the different subjects that maybe you're trying to incorporate can take a lot of time. There's a lot of juggling of going back and forth and managing everything and trying to stick with your routine that we can easily let a read aloud and the reading to our children just slide off the to-do list. So here is my major tip. Put the book out somewhere where you're going to see it. 
Now, right now, as I am recording this, it is the summer. And I did talk about in a previous episode, I don't remember the number of it, I can link it in the show notes. I talked about what I was doing my plan with my kiddo with my uh, 15 year old this summer and how I was continuing his education. And one of the things we are still doing is I am still reading to him. We have a couple of books that we are working through. And just like you, my days can get very full. I can go from one thing to another. There is always lots to do. I have a garden and I'm actually drying herbs. I have an herb garden and every week I dry herbs and that doesn't take a lot of time, but there's just like little things like, oh, I want to do this and this and this, and it's just managing things in the home. And then we have to get you out to youth group and to this project and this and that. And so we can really easily forget to do this. So this is what I do. Even now, today, I started doing this many years ago, but I still do it now. On the days that the plan is to read to him is I take that book or those books and I put it at my seat at the dining room table. Now, our dining room is very central to our home. There is no missing this. So you think of what is something that's central in your home? Where is something central in your home? Maybe there's a main hallway that you maybe want to read to your kiddo before nap time. And so you put the book in the hallway outside the bedroom so that you will see it. You will basically trip over it. So that's the point of it. Make it so that it is so obvious that you will trip over it or sitting at my seat. Like I literally have to move it over to put my plate at the seat. So when we actually do the reading, then I take it and I put it back into its place in the living room. But the night before or the morning of, I take it from where it normally is and I put it at my seat. So think for yourself, where can you put it out so that you will remember to do it? Now, during the homeschool year, a really the most perfect time to incorporate your read aloud is during your morning time, which is just a term that is referring to the time that your family, you and your kids and whoever is involved in your homeschool spends time together focused on specific subjects. So when I say morning time, I don't mean just like 8 a.m. to 12 noon or something. I'm talking about a specific time that you have set aside. Sometimes people call it morning basket. You can come up with any type of name that you want for it. But if you include a read aloud during that morning time, it's already stacked into that, into some type of routine, something that you already have set in your homeschool. I always like to end our morning time with a read aloud just because sometimes we have read books during our morning time that's a bit heavy. So it's nice that I try to incorporate a read aloud that's fun and a little more entertaining and a little bit more light just to kind of balance it out. And then we end our morning time just on a really good high note. And this is something that we definitely can go over more deeply and how to set up a morning time because I do have a specific system. I don't want to say system as like in a scary kind of way. But I'm very intentional about my morning time. I always have been. And we have read together some of the most amazing books and some some great things that have poured into us, even beyond just the read aloud. And all of that can be found in Clarify Your Homeschool, where you can set up your entire, not just your morning time, but your entire, we'll say, morning time, (laughs) the entire morning and the entire afternoon and your entire focus for your homeschool. What is your vision and your goals and setting up your morning time and what can come alongside you to accomplish those goals that you have for your homeschool. You can get that information about Clarify Your Homeschool at clarifyyourhomeschool.com. But leaving the book out or including it in your morning time is like a no-brainer. You don't even have to think about it. You just, it's, it's like a trigger right there to tell you to go ahead and do it. Okay, so the third tip I want to give you is to make reading aloud 
Make it a priority in your mind. Like I said, we can easily push this to the bottom of the to-do list, not think that it's important, but the things that are important. So think about the things that you have accomplished today and that you will still accomplish. All of those are things that you deem important, whether you like to do them or not. Maybe you need to clean the bathroom. Maybe you don't like to clean the bathroom, but you deem it as being a priority in your mind and therefore you do it. If we deem that reading aloud to our kids is a priority, we will then actually do it. And I do have two specific episodes I want you to go back and listen to. It's episode 89 and episode 151. I will link those in the show notes and those will talk a lot about reading aloud and helping you to make it a priority and shifting that thought process in your mind. And that is so key for anything that we want to add, any like good and wonderful and lovely thing we want to add to our day. If we see it as a priority, we will do it. And to come around to the idea of that, go and listen to those a couple of episodes, but oftentimes it's just a resolve, just putting a, you know, just planting a stake in the ground. Is that what you say? I don't know. (laughs) Whatever it is. And just saying like resolving this is what we're going to do. It is important. I see the benefits and I'm going to do it and deciding that we are going to stay consistent. And I do have some episodes about consistency. I know that that has been a concern and those tend to be popular episodes as well. And I hear from you just about that concern. So I will look for some of those and link them in the show notes as well. My fourth and final tip I want to give you here, and this one is really big. It's going to help set you up for success as well. And that is to choose your book's wisely. You're going to have your own ideas of what that looks like of like good books looks like is maybe going to look different than another family. And that's okay. But choosing your books wisely, ones that everybody in your family is going to get something from and one that you as well, there have been some series and some books that we read that I was like, I don't want to put this down. I want to keep reading. Like I'm looking forward to the next day when we can sit back down and we can just read another chapter, read a couple more chapters and see what's going to happen in the books. And that doesn't always happen. Sometimes it's books that my kids tend to like more than me, but I've tried to be very intentional about books. And there are some great resources. One of them is uh, a book called Honey for a Child's Heart. Now I know it's in a book form, and there's a lot of online lists. But to me, that book is kind of a a go to like, it's a good way to fall back on because we can find a lot of book lists online. And we can wonder, you know, where the author of the book list is coming from. And so I really enjoy the book Honey from a Child's Heart. And if you've been around the homeschool community for a while, you have heard of Sarah McKenzie, she has a great resource as well on her website, that can kind of help lead you for books. And you can ask friends and you can look up some reviews of books. I tend to lean towards older books because they're a bit more tried and true. Some of the newer books, I'm not really super into the trendy hot new books. And I'm not saying that they aren't good, but I do kind of tend towards just the older ones because I know where the messaging is and I know what the what the moral of the story is, and I know what the goal of the story is. But no matter your choice in books, I just want you to be intentional about it and to really think about what are some books that are going to pour into you and your children. Because remember, stories are very, very powerful. We read in the Bible, Jesus spoke a lot in parables because he knew that we as humans enjoyed stories and we got so much out of them. 
and so your family can as well. So let's go over those four tips real quick in case you missed them. The first one is to set up some type of time frame so that you set yourself up for success. Number two is to leave the book out, like literally make it foolproof, make yourself trip over it so that you include it in your day, or you can tack it into your morning time if that's something that you already do. If you don't do morning time, you should do that and need to get on that. You'll, you'll be glad you did. Number three is to make it a priority in your mind, and then you will do it. And number four is to choose books wisely. And I am excited about hopefully how this episode can encourage you. And one way you can let me know about whether this podcast, hopefully it is, (laughs) whether it is helping you and how it is helping you is by leaving a review. And I would love to be able to hear from you, hear what kind of episodes you like. And if you decide to incorporate read alouds, and this was the final, like, This was the final rallying cry, we'll say, let me know in a review. But I want to read for you a review that I recently got. And if you leave me a review, I might read yours here on the podcast. And this is from Raising Royalty. And she said, I'm new to homeschooling and feel a bit overwhelmed sometimes. And we haven't officially begun the school year yet. But this podcast is such a blessing and encourages me. What a beautiful reminder of why I'm doing this. Yes. Oh, I read that and I was just like, my heart, like, yes, it is the resolve that helps me keep going and to keep doing this podcast because I really thoroughly so enjoy doing this and encouraging you and through the mentorship program and clarify your homeschool and in the Facebook group. And you know, all, if you're like, what is she talking about? It's all in the show notes, but you can leave a review on whatever platform that you listen to this on. So I really greatly appreciate it. And then after you leave a review, go ahead and share this podcast with your friends to encourage them as well. Thank you, friend, for listening. Thank you for leaving reviews. And I hope you have just a most fantastic day. If this podcast has encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts. I love to hear how this show has impacted you. So if you could hop over and do that, I'd be so grateful. While you're at it, take a screenshot of this episode and share it with your friends to encourage them. You can also find me over on Instagram at Little by Little Homeschool. Until next time, have a beautiful day, Mama.